welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello, welcome to the Keep Going Podcast. My name is Judy Perfect, and I'm your host. And we're going to continue our series this month, in the month of December, the Let Go series. Letting go of those weights, those things that we carry around and cause us to be entangled and burdened down. Those things that keep us from moving forward and realizing our dreams and uh, to keep us from succeeding with the goals that we've set. The Let, Letting Go series or the Let Go series is it's going to get help us get prepared for the new year so that we can march into it with boldness and with excitement. We want to have the mindset of Paul. In in the book of Philippians, Paul said, forgetting what lies behind and just straining towards those things that lie ahead. Last week, we talked about letting go of procrastination, putting off though until tomorrow what we can do today to go ahead and do what it is that we decide the tasks that we have before us and not dreading them and not letting them drag out and eventually not even doing them and then feeling bad because we didn't do it. This week, we are going to focus on letting go of worry, and we're going to choose joy instead. And this is going to be part one of the letting go of worry episodes. So notice now, I didn't say choosing happiness, and that's because happiness is a temporary state of satisfaction uh, or temporary state of contentment and even fulfillment, which means that you can be happy at the moment or at this moment because everything is going well. However, what happens should things change? Will you still have that same degree of happiness? Will you still be happy? For most of us, the answer is no, because our circumstances have changed. The situation has changed. And that's where joy comes in. Joy allows you to remain in a state of peace and contentment or fulfillment, regardless of what the circumstances may be. That means content whether you have what you desire or what you need, or you don't have it. Either way, you're going to be able to be content because you have joy in your life. Now, I love that passage uh, that's a little bit later. It comes a little bit later in the book of Philippians where Paul talks about how he had learned to be content in whatever the circumstances he found himself in. He said he knew what it was like to be in need and what it was like to have plenty. He said he had learned the secret of being content in any and every situation that he found himself, whether it was living in plenty or whether he was in want. And, you know, we actually, the scripture goes on to say that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. How do we define this word weary? Well, it can be defined as giving in, giving way to anxiety or unease, allowing one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. It's actually just a state of anxiety and uncertainty over actual or potential problem. And you might be thinking that, you know what, there's so much uncertainty going on right now in the world. How can we keep from worry? And a good follow-up question would be, how much of the uncertainty, though, in the world or even in your personal life can you actually control? And for many of us, that's going to be, that, that question is going to end up with an answer of not much. You know, many years ago, there was a famous author, it was back early 1900s, famous author by the name of Dale Carnegie. He wrote a book called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. 
And in this book, he describes numerous accounts of individuals who were themselves, in, in some cases, almost to the point of death. And I'm going to share some of these accounts in these episodes, in these let go of worry episodes, and just how these individuals were able to overcome their worry and they started to live and started to have joy and contentment in their lives. One of the things that we don't realize, and a lot of people don't realize it, is that one of the most devastating effects of worry is actually how it affects our health. Most of the time we think about how it affects our mind, how it affects our emotions, and, and even how it affects us, uh, uh, affects our, us spiritually. And we will deal with those areas. But I think one area that we tend to overlook because we attribute attribute whatever we're feeling to something else is the physical aspect of what worrying does for us. And there was a case. One such case was how John D. Rockefeller lived on borrowed time for 45 years. Now, most of us have probably heard or at least read about John D. Rockefeller and the millions of dollars that he had accumulated in his life. And you would think, my gosh, if you got that much money, surely you are happy. Surely you are content. However, that was not the case with him. He had accumulated his first million at the age of 33. And yes, there are some even today that accumulate their first million at a much younger age. But at that time, back in those days, that was just absolute, you know, unheard of. He eventually built the largest monopoly that the world at that time had seen with the Great Standard Oil Company. Now, what most of us don't know is that because of his constant worry about accumulating and keeping his money, that he almost died. He almost died from this mysterious digestive illness that he had, that his worry had caused. He lost his hair, including his eyelashes. And most of his eyebrows, and at one time, he was only able to exist on human milk. He had a form of baldness that the doctors only could attribute it to just his nerves, that it was because he was so, you know, so worried about so much. And so that's where he said that it had come from. And the best medical care is really the only thing that was keeping him alive. And that was accomplished because of the fact, of course, that he had millions and millions of dollars to uh, enjoy other people or just, you know, take time out for, like I said, for play or to do anything that was just fun. All he thought about was money, money, money. And throughout his business career, he didn't even like to laugh. Uh, he lacked humor and he never went to sleep at night without worrying and just reminding himself that, that his success could very well be temporary, that it could end suddenly. So he was always worried about that. He was constantly concerned that he might lose what he had accumulated. And in the all fields of Pennsylvania back at that time, he became one of the most hated men on the earth simply because of his greed. And everyone knew that. And so with the hate and the worry, his health began to deteriorate because one of the things that he realized that he could not really handle, and that was the hate from other people. That really bothered him. So his health really began to go downhill after that. And he he realized that now he didn't just have an external disease with losing his hair and 
his eyelashes and his eyebrows and, and things of that sort and his stomach issues. It wasn't just an inside, it wasn't an outside thing. It was inside and out because of the fact that it was bothering him that people hated him so much. And that's what worry does. It'll eat you from the inside out until it just overcomes you. So Rockefeller's doctors told him that he had a choice. I mean, it came down to this. It came down to his money or his life. That was what they shared with him. So guess what? He chose to retire. His doctors gave him three rules. Number one, to avoid worry. Number two, to relax. When they told him to avoid worry, they said never worry about anything under any kind of circumstances. And then they told him to relax and take plenty of mild exercises in the open air. Now, this was a man who lived and breathed money and working and accumulated more, whichever manner he could get it. And then the third thing, they told him to watch his diet. I said, always stop eating while you're still a little hungry. And I think we can all probably learn quite a bit from that ourselves uh, because if, especially if we're in a habit of just eating it because we have it and it's there and it looks good. But that was the last thing that they told him to watch his diet. Always stop eating while you're still a little hungry. So Rockefeller decided because he wasn't ready to die. He decided to follow the doctor's orders. So what did he do? He started playing golf. He started gardening, playing games, singing songs. He even started talking with his neighbors, something that he had never done before. So all of these things he picked up as habits versus just working and just thinking about money all the time. And then there was something else that he started to do, too, that he had not done before. He would have some nights of insomnia and he just started thinking about other people. He stopped thinking about how much money he could get. And then he began to wonder how that money could actually buy human happiness. And strangely enough, he started giving his millions away. Been nice to be back in that day. He might could have gotten some of those millions. But anyway, he just started giving his money away. He gave money to universities because he believed in education. He gave money to causes to help cure illnesses. Uh, even including, uh, he was instrumental in the discovery of penicillin. He eventually established the, Rec the Rockefeller Foundation, and that foundation was established to help fight diseases and to and ignorance all over the world. He was content at last, finally, and he had gained a, a, a peace of mind because he chose to stop worrying. He was dying at 53, but get this. He lived to be 98 only because of the fact that he made some decisions to change, to stop worrying, to change his lifestyle, to transform his life because he, he had a renewed mind. His mindset became different. It was more important for him for his health and his peace of mind than anything. And as a result of that, he was able to live until he was 98 years old. So my question today is, are you worried about something and you know it's affecting you physically? Uh, you might be having constant headaches, stomach aches, heart palpitations, or other symptoms that you simply can't even explain. You don't know where they're coming from, but you do know this, that there's a correlation between you when you get these symptoms and when you are stressed and worried.
you've already put that together. You may not want to exactly admit that that's where it's coming from, but I can guarantee you that there's probably great reality in that. There's no better time than now to let it go. There is nothing that is that important that you're worried about that it is worth your health, that it is worth your physical being, let alone your mental being and your emotional and spiritual being. But it's just not that important that you continue to carry on because, like I say, in most cases, the things that we worry about, we can't do anything about them. They're out of our control because if we could do something about them, we would be doing something about them. And that's why we worry because we know that we don't have that kind of control to do anything about them. Now's a good time. Let it go uh, and choose to, to be to have joy. Let go of the worry. Choose not to take it into another year. And not just another year, but choose not to take it even into another day. Proverbs 12 and 25 says that anxiety in a man's heart weighs it down. But a good word makes it glad. And that's a good encouraging word. And I hope that this word today has encouraged you to don't worry, but be joyful. You know, kind of like the song that says, don't worry, be happy. Well, I, I decided to change it a little bit and make it, don't worry, be joyful. I can't sing. I would if I could, but I can't. So, but don't worry, but be joyful. And I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast. And I would like for you to tune in next week for part two of Let Go of Worry and Be Joyful. And please don't forget to share the Keep Going podcast with someone else and invite them to sign up for the Word of Encouragement emails via my website, judy at keepgoingcoach.com. There's probably someone that you know right now who's worried about something that's far beyond their ability to do anything about. They can't change it. They can't make it go away, but they're just constantly worried about it. So share this with them. And not only share this with them, but encourage them to let go of it. Trust God because he will work it out. He will take care of it. That's why he tells us so many times in his word to not be anxious for anything. But let us be thankful. Let us be joyful. Let us be uh, content knowing that it's all in his hand and that he's going to take care of it for us. So have a great day. Let go of worry and keep going. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.